Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener. Welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. In this episode, my guest is trainer, speaker, consultant, Sylvia Douglas, and we're going to be talking about the whole virtual background and how it needs to be more organized because first impressions do matter. And then, of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week is, do you panic as you prepare your space for a virtual meeting? Do you? Do you like kind of look at it and like, okay, I got to take this down? Or do you panic trying to just figure out where's the best place for you to get a signal? I would love to know. Now, let me start off with some facts. Zoom uses shot up in March 2020. Is that a surprise to anyone? Of course not. Now, Jan stated in a blog post that over the course of a month, Zoom was seeing about 2 million daily meeting participants. The following month, this figure has risen to 300 million users a month. And this compares to just 10 million in 2019. So, and then in the UK, for those of you from the UK, the UK cabinet and 9,000, 90,000, excuse me, schools in 20 countries were among new users of the app, which is why I thought it was important for me to bring in an expert just to kind of share some strategies on our virtual background. So Sylvia Douglas of Refined Training and Consultant has over 30 years of platform and curricular development experience. Ms. Douglas has worked with both government and private sector clients as a training consultant and has led training departments for hotels. Her government clients have included the U.S. Secret Service, EPA, IRS, D.C. Courts, and the Department of Defense. Private sector clients comprised of URAC, J.P. Morgan Chase, AT&T, and Fannie Mae. Sylvia has been in the hospitality industry for 18 years, beginning as a consultant to Maristar Hotels and Resorts, then as a director of human resources at Hilton Crystal City, that's which is located in Arlington, Virginia, her career then brought her to the corporate office as director of learning and development, first for interstate hotels and resorts, then Hersha Hospitality and Management. She is currently the director of training for Crestline Hotels and Resorts in Fairfax, Virginia, developing and delivering both classroom training and online learning to executive and management develop and management employees throughout their portfolio. She has maintained a long relationship with the American Hotel and Lodging Association Educational Institute and was a board member for five years. So sit back, take notes. Listen to it over and over again of my conversation with Sylvia on our virtual backgrounds and how we can all improve. Listeners, 
I am excited because it's a new year and we're doing some of the things that we did last year. You know, we're doing a lot of virtual meetings and I thought it would be great for us to get our virtual backgrounds a little bit more organized, which is why I bought my friend who is a trainer, a presenter, a speaker, Sylvia Douglas of Refined Training on to just talk to us about the do's and don'ts of the virtual background because some things are just a little bit unprofessional and it's probably a few little things that we could do to make it better and more professional. So Sylvia, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Janet. Love to be with you again. So, um, Sylvia, what are some of the things as a, you know, because you're a presenter, but you also, you know, watch people who present. What are some of the don'ts that we do when we come on to whether it's just a meeting or whether we are actually presenting that we have in our backgrounds that we just should not have? Well, there's, there's a few things. First of all, I've been on a lot of meetings with other companies that I work with where the person just has a picture up or just your name. If you're going to be in the meeting, be part of the meeting. If it was a real life situation and they're having a a team meeting, you wouldn't be in the other room, which is essentially what it means if you don't have your video camera on. So that's the first thing. If you're going to be in, then participate. Second of all, um, for your background, think about people are only going to look at you for so long and then they're going to start looking around behind you because that's just the way humans operate. So if it's a business meeting, you want a business-like setting. And we're going to talk about a couple of things. One of them, just a live background. And then the other virtual backgrounds that people have been putting up behind them and and the results of that. So if it's a live background, again, you want to look behind you. You don't want to have your picture of some X-rated picture behind you or your, your bedroom where you're obviously in bed still. You, you don't want to have it to the degree you can, because now we, it, the people are home and their kids are home. You may have a family member pass by to the degree you can, can avoid that, then that's good. But that isn't always possible. Um, but think about what books are behind you. What is it saying about you? How does, it, how does that um, add to the conversation? Um, if you're talking about something that you've done and maybe you've written a book on or, or there's a book that you've read that connects to the story, then put that book on your bookshelf behind you because believe it or not, people can see that. Um, you don't want to have the Karma Sutra <laughs> displayed behind you because people are looking at that too. Hmm, what's that got to do with business? So that's those sort of things. A simple background is best. If you have just a a blank, an absolute blank wall is a little too stark. But if you have a bookcase, if you have a a vase of flowers or some nice plants, um, if you have a a picture or some sort of artwork that is not going to, to be controversial, put that behind you. But you also gotta think about what are you wearing in 
in conjunction with the background. I mean, years ago, I did some work with commercials and, and styling for commercials. And if you have on a blue sweater and a blue background, then you melt into it. So you have to think about that as well. How do you want to stand out from the background behind you? And the other piece is where is your camera set so that you're not sitting with a little head down the very bottom of the picture and then a whole pic frame of wall behind you. So it's those sorts of things. Um, they, as they say in, in Hollywood, you got to center you in the frame. And you do, you want them to focus on what you're saying, your contributions to the meeting and um, um, how you want them to focus in on your words and, and to the degree you can, not on your background. That's why your background should not be distracting. And you know, and that's good because one of the things, Sylvia, I made sure I did was I put all my organizing books so that if somebody looked behind me, they would see the organizing books. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes I will display my book, but yep. then if I'm doing something specifically for a client, I will remove my books just so I'm not, you know, because a lot of times when I'm in contracts, self-promoting, et cetera. But I always make sure I keep my organizing books. When I'm talking on the topic of organizing, I want people to know I've been studying this. Mm -hmm. And you are right about the whole bed thing because, I, and I understand that because, you know, some people don't have the space right. to have an office in a specific place. But somehow when they're in a meeting and you see that bed behind them, it kind of like you're... Yep. Thinking goes so many different ways. It so, does. And yeah. not to the business side. And not to the business. Like, why am I seeing? I mean, because I went, I attended a meeting and the woman's bed was made. But then the next thing you know, you see the cute little dog plopping on the bed. And, you know, granted, yes, she was saying some valid points, but you had to look at the cute little dog in the back and he was just having a wonderful time. So yep. people need to need yep. to really think about that stuff. And I like what you said about colors, too, because I have book magazine organizers that were striped and for some they looked great, you know. Yep. style wise but then when I started looking at them I'm like oh wait a minute that gets a little bit too distracting and the right. colors so so that is good so Sylvia what are some like and you and you didn't really um and talk about make sure you talk about the those virtual backgrounds because those things can I've, be a little I've, crazy. I think that people enjoy them I'm sorry to talk because I just feel so strongly about this I think that they were cute at the beginning and they have lost their luster. I'm sorry. Be and if you're sitting perfectly straight and behind you is your logo or something like that, then okay. But you can't move because you keep coming in and out of this background and people lean over and then their arm is gone or half their face is missing or they're, their, their ponytail keeps, they turn their head and the ponytail comes in and they turn their head and the ponytail comes out. It, it's, to me, it's, it's too many busy things. And it, I can understand why you, in, again, we talked about everybody doesn't have space and maybe they have to work on their bed for whatever reason. Maybe who knows what their living conditions are and they're doing the best they can. And therefore it's a necessity and that, that makes sense. But if you could just have a simple, real background behind you, it looks better 
than having the logo behind you. Or I have several people who have these um, um, office-like spaces that they've gotten behind them. And, and they, again, they, they keep popping in and out of this virtual background. And that's what I'm looking at. I'm stopped looking, what, where are you, what happened to your ear? <laughs> the, the thing about doing all of these virtual meetings is you still need to keep the focus on your message. And people are easily distracted and you want to make sure that they're not paying attention to where happened to the ponytail. What is this weird book behind them? Where did they get that picture from? You want them to focus on what you're saying and your contribution to the meeting. Yeah, that's yeah. You and you're right. Like they said, if they move one way, you you lose people. And yeah. you're thinking what happened? And then you're just kind of looking at all the different, you know, movements they're making. They're in, they're out, and they're trying to speak. And and it's like, okay, can you just stay still? Stay still. Mm -hmm. So Sylvia, when creating our backgrounds, and one of the things you came up, you you said, you said don't do plain but you were like you know little things and I was remembering the one time that I did have to have a meeting in my bedroom because somebody was doing work in the other part of the house mm -hmm. and I didn't want the noise I just made sure I always look at my my camera angle so yep. I got in my yes. bedroom where all you could see was really the a plant and then the curtain and the wall yep. you couldn't yep. see my bed so what are some like, you know, little creative things that people can do? So, you know, we're not seeing stuff that we shouldn't be seeing and we can focus on what the message is. The very thing you just said about camera angles becomes extremely important. People set their, their um, laptop on their desk and then they talk into that. You can move these things. Most people, you can move these things around. They they're not welded to the table. If you've got to get a couple of boxes and sit the thing on top of something so that you are framed in, again, in the center of the frame and all your personal business is not exposed to anybody who's in on this meeting, then do that. You don't, you're not locked into sitting the, the um, laptop on your, your, um, your camera on the table. Even if you have a desktop, you can you can still move that around or you move your chair around. You, but but to, to frame yourself in the middle is important. I, it was a, I was on a Zoom with a lady and she was in her office. It, it was as if she was taking this picture from outer space. The, the camera was so far away and down there and the way down the but there's oh there she is. You really need to look at what is the vision that you are projecting to the world. It goes back to image and all these things. People have don't have a lot of information to pull from and whatever you're putting up visually is going to matter. So how are you framed? Move your camera around, set up your arrangement because you know that the call is coming. It's not a surprise in most cases. So you have a moment to get yourself together. Um, if you show up a little bit before the call starts and you can still, if, if you're able to pull up your, um, if you can see your frame on the Zoom beforehand, if, if you're not in the waiting room or something like that, 
then look at how you're going to present and get yourself together before you go out there. It's, it's because essentially it's the same as being at work. Just because you have to work from home does not mean you're not working. And your message has to come across as business-like and, and collaborative again, or be a contributing factor in the meeting. And you want all the extraneous noise out of the way. And that extraneous noise could be a person, your kids are home that day. And to the degree you, to the degree you can, you want all that removed but you definitely don't want to have your bed post or your unmade bed or the dishes in the sink or whatever it is that's taking away from your message. Set up a little spot. You're going to have to. This virtual meeting um, arrangement is going to be with us consistently. From this point on, this is not going away. The virus is, is, is getting, the cures are coming for the virus, but the working from home and virtual meetings is here to stay. So we need to get our, make an arrangement, put yourself a little studio area in your house and go for it. And you are so right, Sylvia, because where I have my laptop, I have like a, almost like a little shelf on my desk. It's elevated. So that's mm -hmm. when I start. Because in, in the beginning, I had the laptop where I usually have, and I'm like, this isn't working. And like you said, a lot of times before I actually go into the meeting, you get that little preview. And I was like, okay, yep. what do I need? Wait a minute. I need to move my angle of the camera this way, that way. So, and, and like you said, I check my area. I'm like, okay, what do I have up? What do I have out? And by just doing that, check you're like okay i need to move that out the way they don't need mm -hmm. to see what i'm actually working on yeah and is, and and yesterday i actually worked with a client who you know him and his wife they do meetings you know because they're involved in the community together and one of her issues was we do the meeting from my desk i love the way their office set up her desk is on one side his desk is on the other she's a janet when we do the meeting from my desk look at what they see and I said, okay. So I had to change. He has a bulletin board. Mm -hmm. And he has stuff conveniently located because he just needs it there. Yes. You know, but what I did was I just kind of organized it a little bit so that there was a frame. He had all of his information that he needed on the side, and there was a frame in the middle of the board. I said, so now you can angle the camera. And so they'll only see that one little motivational quote that he loves to look at every day, and they won't see all the other stuff because on those little pieces of paper were also just passwords, pin numbers. Nobody needs to see that when you are doing a meeting. And I'm like, oh my goodness, everybody sees all of this stuff. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, so those are some of the things as well. So, well, so, Sylvia, you gave us a lot of information. So my last question to you is, do you have a different location background if you were doing a training as opposed to if you're just attending a meeting or is it like almost the same? If I'm doing a training, it's tighter because I need them to focus in. I have set up my office so that behind me is a wreath and a picture um, that hangs on the door. And that is what somebody sees behind me when I'm in my office. Um, if I'm doing a training, I try to get a, come in as tight as I can so that they're not looking at all that. And then there's a vase of flowers as well. So if I if I move one way or another, that's those are the kind of things they're seeing. The colors all complement one another. It's not a, a it's not blue flowers, orange wreath, 
and green picture because that's too many things. You want your background to be cohesive in that way as well, so that your eye is not distracted. People are, can be distracted by color and that you don't want them to, you want them to focus on your message. That is the, the thing and to, and to um, look at you as a competent member of this meeting and not just somebody who happened along. And, it, and all these things matter. And I'm so happy you mentioned about the background and the and what you don't want people to see. You'd be surprised at the technology, what people can see across a crowded room yeah. and the guy's passwords or other, um, he's working on projects for other clients or whatever. And those that information is not out there for everyone to see. And you wanna make sure that you keep your information to yourself. Yeah. So privacy, because people are surprisingly uh, interested. Yes. In yes. Things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yeah. you don't want them to know what you don't want them to know. And that's and that's true. And that's why listeners, you need to just do like a quick cleanup of your area and get ready for the meeting that you are about to attend or the presentation you're about to give. Well, Sylvia, as always, I enjoy talking to you. You give so many nuggets. Um, so how can listeners get in contact with you? Well, my company, again, is Refined Training and Consulting, and it's sylvia.duglin at refinedtraining.net. And we're happy to talk with you at any time. And of course, listeners, you know, I always have a direct link to this guest's website so you can connect with them directly. And you need to connect with Sylvia because if you're ready to take your business, your brand to the next level, and you just got a poster from the 80s behind you, then you definitely <laughs> need to, you definitely need to talk. To. So thank you so much, Sylvia. Thank you, Janet. So was it an informative interview? At the time of this recording, I am in the middle of redoing my virtual background, where my bookcases, changing some things on the wall, looking at my shelving, because first impressions do matter. And of course, as a professional organizer, my virtual background has to look organized. So now I'm going to follow up with some tips and Taylor's tip time. So the first thing you need to do is you need to survey the area where you're going to be doing your meeting, your training. Then the next thing you do is you need to organize and declutter the area. You know, sometimes you just need to go on to Zoom, you know, and just look at the camera so you can really see what people are seeing. Check the mirror or the view again before entering. Plan your presentation if you are speaking, even if you're doing a meeting. Do you have your meeting notes organized? And also do make sure you check the sound, etc. So survey the area, organize and declutter. Check the view before entering the meeting because you can do that. Plan your presentation or your notes and then check for sound. Now for those of you who at the beginning of the year said, you know what, this is going to be it. This is my year to get organized. I do offer virtual sessions. So if you've been feeling overwhelmed, if you feel like you just don't know where to start or what maybe products and resources are available, then 
go to my contact page, schedule a 15-minute free session so we can discuss your project and see if we'll be a good match to work together. And because that's key, you always should work with an organizer you feel comfortable with and you feel that will help you get from point A to B. And then also, I am still have specials on my virtual sessions for 30 and 60 minutes because sometimes you may already know what you need to do but you just need to have a like a strategy on how to get from decluttered to organized and of course for those of you in business who have all of those ideas just swirling around your head I have to strategize and organize sessions as well Maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to grow your your social media influence. Maybe you just want to partner with companies that complement what you offer. And maybe you just said, Janet, I got so much I wanted to. I need to figure out how I can make it all work. Then, you know, a lot of times I sit down with business owners. I sit down with people who are thinking about getting in business. And I help them strategize. Sometimes it may be just creating a strategy for their social media. Sometimes it may be just taking all those ideas and seeing how they connect. One client, she had what she thought was three products. But after we sat down and had a good brainstorming session, she had 15. So there's a link in the show page where you can click strategize and organize to learn more. I want to thank you so much for following me on social media. And of course, please continue to retweet and share. And also check out my Pinterest page. And I have a Pinterest board specifically on goal setting and time management. Because a lot of times when you are doing presentations and virtual meetings, you need to know about time management need about goal setting but then also check out the office too on how you can organize your office space so now do you know what time it is i hear you chanting you're chanting toss it tuesday toss it tuesday yes it is so this week on toss it tuesday i want you to declutter your bookcase or your shelf or whatever's behind you in your virtual meetings. Even if you're in a corner of your living room, just make sure things are a little bit more organized. My app suggestions for this week is all of the meeting platforms, and there's lots of them. And I would suggest to you that really you become familiar, one, with the one that's most used in your company or with your colleagues, but learn a little bit about the others. Do you know, not only do I know Zoom, I know WebEx. I know a little bit about the Google. Um, So I try to learn a little bit about each one because I just never know which meeting I may have to pop into and I want to be able to navigate well. So that's my app suggestion. My product suggestion is laptop organizers because a lot of you may not have that extra um, shelf like I do in my Um, on my desk that helps me elevate my laptop so when I am doing a meeting it's a little bit more I can look right in the camera and look like I'm just looking at somebody you know face to face so you may need a laptop organizer so check out my Amazon shop for that and of course there's a link in the show page and then repurpose check out repurpose office board on my Pinterest page because there may be things throughout your home that you can use to organize your office maybe give it a little decor um, 
you want a little sense of your style. So check that out. My book selection for this week is Talk Like Ted, The Nine Public Speaking Secrets of the World's Top Minds. Again, Talk Like Ted, The Nine Public Speaking Secrets of the World's Top Minds. So, my quote for this week is, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into visible. And that's Tony Robbins. So, I thank you so much for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And please be sure to visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. Until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. And most of all, have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter, Get Organized. Thank you.